Welcome to Beholder's Eye. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. The Great Isle is in a time of turmoil. Murat Hall raids the countryside. The Grand Abbot has called a conclave to regulate the use of magic. Emperor Simon of Crux and Queen Alanya of Thelmer, once enemies, are now betrothed. The zealous Red Hand terrorize all who oppose their doctrine. Only one group can make things more explosive. The magical miscreants are... Rosie Hanna Iron Cold Lee Green Roblox Bluebeard, a.k.a. Rosie. I'm a gnome artificer bard. Garen Kelso, High Elf Bladesinger. Mole Urzog, Orc Forge Cleric of St. Elegis. Cal Thornbreach, Satyr Bard of Eloquence. Who wants to, in a completely random and always even way, give us the recap <laughs> from last episode? I can, um, but we're not doing Christian Cru Cruise, <laughs> so I won't do it in character. Um, so last time we were at the Alchemist Guild, looking around, trying to find if there was some explosives that were missing. We met Geraldine, the leader of the guild. Uh, we went through the storage selection, and nothing was out of place. We, uh, I, uh, Rosie was able to find some names in the that had t taken some things out of inventory. Um, so the only people of note were Belinda, Tyler, and Unta. Unta uh, had something called an Asangre Blossom, which is like a bloodlust kind of thing. She seemed a little bit shy to talk about what they actually did with it but otherwise uh seemed to be pretty on the up and up and poor tyler we abused the apprentice and asked him about his love life and yeah it was kind of embarrassing but uh he seems to be relatively on the up and up question mark and then cal was reading books and found uh information on a fellow named Kredvik, who found a pass between worlds, or at least through the mountains, that was not protected by the barrier that affects the rest of the mountain range. And he was a priest of St. Archond, which is weird because it was pre-Theos. That's right. And so we ended with you guys all walking into Cal's crib as Cal finished reading his book there. Um... Yeah, so there we are with that. Um, you know, we'll say you've been gone uh, long enough, Cal, for you to at least have had a full short rest right now um, if you do decide to leave. So just have that in your mind. Okay. Um, I will do some hit dice then so I get health back. Yeah. Spend up to half of them because when you rest, you'll get half of them back so um so were were we there for any of this information or is this just what cal knows that's just what cal knows. just why he was okay. reading yeah so it makes sense that you wouldn't know anything about it perfect <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey garen read this book <laughs> <laughs> uh, can i read it 
Is it in common? I believe. Uh, I'd imagine so. I don't. I only I only read Sylvan and Common, so I hope it was. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, I've done some wizardry. <laughs> then yes, it okay. was definitely I'd... written in Common. All right. Oh, very cool. I will do that while I wait for you all to wake up all the time. Um, um, what book is this? Wait, never mind. I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, it did look good to me had, while we were. Oh, go ahead. So my uh, my knowledge of the uh, the histories in this plane aren't the best, but this seems to be of an odd. And I point out the actual bit about the ma- the passage and the priest who was pre Theos times. Of this seems to not align with what I've heard before. Wasn't that priesthood after this? Um, what priesthood are you referring to? Uh, the Archon. The Archon. Isn't uh, this? They talk about this section. I'm pretty sure that's pre-Theos, when you know he point, points at the statue and this thing was from. But then this bit is from people who are in the thing that is current, post-Theos. And I thought that came around because of Theos. Well. Saint Archond is a saint of Theos, just as Saint Eligius is. Uh, they're the, the saint of um, explorers and travelers and investigation, in a way. Um, if I'm being honest, it's um, not something I know much about how the saints became saints, um, other than what I've learned with this group. Wasn't Crutfix passed from before Theos? Uh, post Theos? Then it's found before Theos? And my timelines are all jumbled up here with these books that aren't allowed, the public aren't allowed to see. Um, I do not know of the pass. I would assume that the geological pass has been around for a very long time. Um, if I'm being honest, I do not know much about the origins of the the barrier between these countries um i do know that there was some weirdness going on with it in the mountains at one point um but it seems to have stopped now so that is good and um, yep it sure did from my (laughs) i think rosie's the only one in the loop on that right Uh uh-huh yeah yeah um, ah. Oh, you was very convincing and not piquing interest at all. Then with everything, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The way she says that, like immediately, Mole just looks at her. Like, <laughs> everyone stops, looks at Rosie for a second. It's like, hmm. yeah. Uh, so there was a, a a thing up in the mountains that was like shooting up at the barrier and making pretty lights and stuff, and we stopped it. You stopped it. Mm-hmm. We. We uh, used some infiltration techniques and were able to prevent them from breaking down the barrier. Oh, I see. As part of your secret mission you said you had before with Lord Skullgrim. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what they sent us to do. I see. Kim actually doesn't remember if that's what they sent us to do, but she's going to kill you that's that anyway. That's exactly what you were sent that's- to do. 
that okay, was explicitly good. yeah yeah the whole like breaking the world and causing two worlds that was not what we were supposed to be doing um but in the end we actually through running away accomplished what we were supposed to be doing um it was great Oop. Hmm. i see and the only thing i know is uh, about the saints um is what i learned from from theos's mom and dad technically um well not i mole did not even learn that he was told that by margraine roll that back sam doesn't yeah mole doesn't know that margraine learned that from theos's parents and was trying to tell mole that mole does not know anything right, about how there. the saints that's right mole doesn't know how the saints became the saints and um, Rosie wasn't there either. She was yeah. down in the banquet hall. Garen's the only one who knows how the saints became the saints. Well, Cal too, right? Wasn't Cal there? Oh, yeah. Cal might remember, but Ryan doesn't. <laughs> Cal knows about what happened in the tower, but a lot of how the saints got their power, that sort of thing, we learned about that through the history of, like, the war last time when Theos ascended. That the only person present for yeah. that was Garen. Yeah. The best person to remember because Ben doesn't remember either. That's that's like the plane of chaos and stuff. And like our talks with like Cavalian about the old war and like talks with like Hippodrax and everything. That's what the that knowledge is from. So yes, I know virtually none about what happened with the ascension of the saints, other than what young Margraine had told me before. Okay. That does sound very familiar to me, actually, but uh, I just, I am racking my brain and cannot, there's something important I should tell you, but I cannot figure it out yet. Well, the gist of what he had said was that the saints were regular people to a certain degree, and that they had ascended by being given a portion of Deus's power. He divided it among them. Um, and then when we were in the city, he was trying to tell me something about birthdays and moms and dads. Um, but that got awkward real quick and we stopped it. Yeah. Cake. Cake was brought up. Nah, nah, nah. I don't remember. I, I, I really remember just the cake. Oh, no, uh, anyway. I remember uh, everything else, but yeah. Yeah. You nailed uh, it, Sam. It was good. Yeah, would, would, would we like an above-the-board refresher for yes. both the audience and yes, for please. for people who should know? Okay, yep. so um, so <laughs> over the course of the seasons, right, we learned um, that uh, specifically about St. Allegis, we've learned a lot about how St. Allegis got their power. St. Allegis was a regular person who was pretty, pretty um, ended up making a name for themselves and the at that point ascended god theos gave them a portion of their power in order to ascend them to sainthood um that's why theos as a god does not have a lot of power because all of their individual power is split between all the saints so um we also learned about that he did this in order to fight the war against Taaman and anatna and all of them last time and um 
and that sort of thing basically that's kind of that's kind of all we know is that that's how the saints were made so at least from above the board my thought is potentially saint archond could have already been a person who existed and was somebody of power at that time who was even further ascended by the power of theos um if that's even true to begin with right like i don't even know other than the objective knowledge that mole and margraine have that Elegis exists and has definite power and we know that theos was a person definitely Mm-hmm. That's that's the only objective facts we have about the church, other than its rhetoric. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Never talked to Theos personally, so. Um, so is the fact that Theos's power is distributed is that no- knowledge that the church actually has? That's or? not general knowledge. No, not at all. According to the church, Theos is all powerful. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's not general knowledge, but that is knowledge that Garen would have and maybe mole a little bit from the the passing stuff from what we said. Yeah, and, and mole's perspective would be all switched up too just because of the, you know, you'd see the of chaos. meeting and, gods. And, yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, mole never went to the Plains of Chaos, technically. Uh, we got mole post Plains of Chaos. That's right. Um, but but you did yeah. see Moles. but you did see the seas of chaos whenever that that are the ground of being whenever you guys met the triumvirate. Yeah, he's met the triumvirate, right? A thing that ascends gods. Right. Um. So yeah, yeah. There 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 you go. That Sam's um little history lesson and primer on all that's been going on. <laughs> it was over, very good. Uh, it was very good. Yeah, yeah. Over uh, the last <laughs> five years of recording. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. This convoluted is a way you guys receive this information that was really really well done (laughs) yeah thanks i care um appreciate it a lot about the lore um so yeah there we go that's that's kind of um that's your that's your primer ben on what garen would know because none of the rest of us know this appreciate that (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) um all right well with that knowledge Well, it is over my travels. It's my understanding that, I mean, all of these saints were people of varying degrees of power. And Theos just kind of like emptied himself of his own power to ascend these saints. So is it really that weird that Archand is some pre-Theos Theos? God? No, I guess in the grand scheme of things it's not. Um, I would suggest that you keep those cards close to your chest as it screams of maybe heresy to me. Um, It's not what the church teaches at least. Hmm. Good to know. So I do not blab myself into a guillotine. <laughs> you're, you're, you're quick on your feet. I don't think a guillotine could get you. Mm-hmm. Never say never, but thank you. Um, speaking of things popping into my head, um, I did figure out the the 
the explosion riddle that we were trying to figure out. Um, it is does a sinful pig. And I'm pretty sure one of those ladies used that to describe him. Or maybe a man. I do not know. Wow. So you think his sleeping around got her, got is what caused that? Well, I think the sleeping around and then the 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 blossom enhanced a scorned woman's whatever, and inhibitions gone, she exploded him, or he. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we do have a list of his potential lovers. <clears throat> Um, there's still. This, this is all stuff you did while you're away, wasn't it? So this is all stuff that Cow's yeah. hearing for the very first time. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, yeah. if you, you want to jump you, in you with seem, questions, you seem to have been busy whilst I was here. Uh, blossoms yes. exploding, loss of inhibitions. Well, um, we we um, went to investigate the explosion, as you well know. Um, when we got there, um, I interrogated the dead man. Of course, um, in order to... It's an easy thing to do. My granddad taught me a trick to do that. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, I actually have to speak with dead, so it makes sense. Yes. Um, so we interrogated the corpse. Um, he was pretty thoroughly unhelpful. Um, we found... A, <laughs> we did find some um, alchemical residue of what we assume would be the explosion and um, encoded in it was a, a message or a sigil uh, uh, a pattern of letters of some sort um, which Garen has now helpfully said um, probably said sinful pig um, he was known to get around so that is not not unheard of. I am curious, Rosie, in what you know of this blossom, does the, after the bloodless is sated, assuming it does get sated, um, is there any sort of memory loss, perhaps? I don't know about the memory loss part. Um, makes you very, very, very tired. Um, sometimes to the point of death. Am oh. I reading between the lines correctly there, Alex? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that wasn't uh, what I had written down, but I like it. So, yes, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, helping build lore. Um, I um, it seems, though, that uh, if I'm reading between the lines correctly of our conversation earlier that part of their experiment was maybe making a tincture or a compound of this mm -hmm. flower in order to, you know, combat some of the deleterious effects. Uh, though I feel like that was a bit of a, a dead end, you know, beating a dead horse. They weren't going to tell us much anyway. Well, they only had one. And if they were actually trying to make something for somebody else to use... Either that means that they already kind of knew what they were doing and they've done it before, or they were just stabbing in the dark and just kind of doing what they could to make it 
whatever they needed to make it into. Mm-hmm. Stabbing and your dog's very dangerous. Yes, you can get stabbed. In the dark as well, so you can't see where the stabbing comes from. <laughs> right. Um, so the it it's a uh, the only stories I know of are that there was a a a, a dra- did I say dragonborn or lizard yeah. folk dragonborn. dragon there was a dragonborn who had like you know a clan out in the wild and uh, he his family was taken and then he ate in a sangra blossom and uh, went berserk and killed all the people that took his family that's all I know I'd make a good book that's writing it down in his I was told that there's a very similar story actually about Lord Skullgrim you should ask him sometime hmm Hmm. um (laughs) okay I don't think Ben remembers that Okay, man apparently goes berserk after somebody steals his family, goes, kills uh, lots of people, returns uh, with his family. That That's that's kind of Magnar's story in yeah. a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> except the story that Magnar was given is that he went berserk and killed his whole family. And yeah. yeah. Am I the only one remembering Magnar's backstory right now? No, you got it. Okay, okay. <laughs> um... Yeah, but, um, so do we think we should maybe go speak to some more of this man's lovers? Belinda is the obvious one. I know we spoke to her already. Wait, did we speak to her? We spoke to Belinda at the, as she was at the the guild. Yeah, at Mm -hmm. the crime scene. She she returned to the scene of the crime. She was the one who took us back to the guild to mm-hmm. go investigate, and then she released us to Geraldin to do the inventory management. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the name Polta has come up quite a bit, and from my understanding, she or he is at the Brewers Guild. Something could have been slipped into a drink and given to, say, Belinda or anyone else. Hmm. Well, maybe we should, um, I, it's been a long day. Um, maybe we should get some rest and investigate that in the morning. What time of day was it? I thought it was like noon or something. Yeah, it's not that late. It, w- it would be early afternoon. I, I, Sam's attempting to be a little bit meta. I know, I know... Ryan's terrified of leaving with like what? How many hit points do you have right now? I've got half health now and a lot of ways to run away. Oh, you're not one shotable anymore. Okay, yeah, let's leave immediately. <laughs> let's do it. I mean, but always one shotable. It's just it's less likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Alex. We're all one shotable. Hundred points of damage, which you weren't expecting to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I still only have um one way to resurrect people. Just so you know, I've only got one of those left in the bag. So. Um, yeah. If things go really bad, I run away. Yep. Only one of us can die safely. (laughs) And it can't be me, or else we're screwed. (laughs) Alright. Alright. So it sounds like we're going to the brewery. Woo! 
Oh no! My weakness! Breweries? I thought you Other enjoyed alcohol, alcohol beverages. Yes, it is a poison. Making a joke. Oh. And then he takes out his mug and drinks some. <laughs> Here, guys, in this country that doesn't believe in use of magic, look at this magical mug that can completely <laughs> invalidate your entire way of life. Um, Does that mug like have a lid? It's it's magical, so it doesn't need one. So, so it just doesn't spill unless yeah. you're intending to remove something from it. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> and it looks like a plain mug. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's not even like Garen's like like fancy with a bit of a flask. He's taking out a full mug and drinking <laughs> out of a an open topped mug that he's pulling out of his pocket. And somehow it's not spilling everywhere. Yeah. That's uh-huh. why I was Very like. Dexterous. All right. I do love that. Okay. Well, to the brewery, I guess. All right. If um, you guys make your way through the walkway, um, you know, when we when we leave, I I click my fingers to close the door of the magical mansion, just so other people can't see a bright light just sitting in my cell when no one's there. Okay. <laughs> if I'm correct, you can make it unnoticeable as well. Correct. Yeah, From if I close it, it's invisible. You you, use, yeah. Yeah, you need magic to detect it. Whereas cool. when it's open, there is a light for it. Cool. So as you're making your way through the walk uh, on, on the walkway, you know uh, it's high sun, midday. Um, one thing you, you'll all notice is just as as far as the environment's concerned, you have a much cooler breeze going through here than you had in, in most of Thalmer. Like it doesn't have the stifling. Um, basically humidity obviously there's moisture in the air with all the water but it's just a much more pleasant environment than what you guys are used to it's it's almost seems to add to the way people walk down the street um it doesn't have the doom and gloom feel even though it's clear that you know certain things aren't great here it doesn't uh, there's like a lightness to the people as they interact that you haven't seen really in thalmer ever That's it. Just some flavor. Um, okay. Excellent. And, and we're going by the walkway, I assume, to be more more safe as opposed to the canals. Okay. You don't want to take the canal? I do want to run into that monster at some point. <laughs> but, you know. It could be fun. Um, well, Rosie very much wants to kill the monster, but we don't know quite what to do with that yeah. yet. So. Okay. Let's continue along the walkway then to the brewery in this nice breezy city all right so in our heads uh, as we're walking um it just occurred to me and maybe i have mentioned this before but why exactly are we putting ourselves out to solve this murder um we've got some time to kill before the conclave and um at least my impression is it would be good to have some friends in the city. Know what's going on, you know? This is mysterious. Hmm. I don't know. That is true. Ingratiate ourselves among the populace. And yes. Whatnot. And um, other than uh, one of our obvious faux pas, I feel like we've already made somewhat of an ally in St. Archant. I'm sorry, did you say St. Archant? Yeah, St. Arkham. Okay. Yep. okay. Just cut out for a second. I just want to make sure. 
Yep. As, as long as they never learn of the minor theft, some books and a small <laughs> uh, bit of marble, um, fine. I have no clue what you're talking about. <clears throat> well, that will hold up. <laughs> Rosie just uh, thinks back to the book that she stole and is like, I don't. Yeah, no, never mind. I did tell Cal. Never mind. Hey, you got your book out. That's why I got all my books out. My yep, yep, yep. I remember now. So right. where's the Brewers Guild? So the Brewers Guild's uh, on the uh, on the Fexan district as well. They're all within that same like large campus area. Um, okay. So you can make your way back there, no problem. And um, you get to the Brewers Guild. It's it's one of the large buildings there. It's clear that um, you you've got the smell of yeast in other products that are seeping to the outside of the building itself. As you're walking past it, you know where this is being processed, where this is being made, um, and you make your way in. And uh, well, before you make your way in, there are a couple guards standing out front. Uh, there are a couple of half orcs standing there who say, "Who are you, and what are you looking to do? Is anyone expecting you? Hello." No, no one is expecting us, but we are looking to speak with. What was their name again? Oh my God, Polta. Polta. Colta. We are uh, Pol- here to speak with uh, Col- Polta. Uh huh. Here to speak with Polta, and uh, who may we say is is uh, the particular persons looking to address Polta? Uh, so William Osborne is here to see him. William Osborne, <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir William Osborne. There you go. Now run along. All right. And because of your air, um, they just kind of turn and do it. Um, he, he walks around and walks in. He's gone for a few minutes. The other guard's staring down at you. Not really daggers. Hi, I'm Rosie. What's that? Hi, I'm Rosie. Hi. My name's so Clifton. So you're a guard? Clifton. That's a great name. Have you worked here long? For a while. I got hired on last summer. Oh, that's neat. What were you doing before that? Oh, I was mainly working in the downs. I was part of some of the fighting rings down there. You know. Oh, you look like you'd be really good at it. I was really good. And that's why they hired me. You know, it's always one of the goals to... To maybe make your way out of the downs through the, the fighting ring. I, 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 you know, you either make your money in the ring or somebody takes notice. No, I'm part of the guild and I'm set for life. And the Brewers Guild on top of it. That's got to be. Mmm. Just. Mwah. Yeah. The, the alcohol does. does uh, it's fun. What is your favorite? My favorite, um, well, there's a, 
a spring variety that they make that uh, they, they that is made with some dewberries from the northern uh, plains of Crux. Um, it's quite delicious. I find that the little uh, hint of uh, tobacco on the back end mixed with a little bit of uh, grape really adds a nice flavor to the aftertaste of the brew. I will have to try some, I think. It's not in season. Oh, well, I will have to try some when it is in season. You should. It's really good. And what uh, season is it, anyway? <laughs> um, actually, season-wise, we be we're starting to. It's actually kind of like now. We're we're, um, we're kind of early fall, like very very early fall. And um, what is good this season, then? Oh, well, um, you know... Do you make these squash spice like they do back home? Squash spice? Well, yeah, we we do have a little bit of the squash spice. You can't get away from squash spice. Um, Especially a lot of the... you know, I don't mean to sound sexist, but a lot of the ladies in the, you know, some of the, not usually the Downs, but, you know, any of the other districts really get into it. Uh, a lot of scarves, a lot of squash spice around this time of year. Um, and those boots with the fur? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fuberts. We call them Fuberts. Uh, Fuberts. <laughs> Very popular. Just while that conversation's going on, just in our heads, um, how badly do we need to get in here and how aggressive can I go? Just wait a minute, I think. Uh, it should be fine, but we do need to get in here. So. Wait for the other guard to come back and, and then we will... If you use the word need, I will now use everything at my disposal to get us in. And maybe if um, your introduction doesn't work, maybe mine might hold a bit of sway over her. <laughs> so the uh, other orc returns um, and says, All right, you're free to enter. Come with me. And so the orc leads you. You're welcome. I don't thank him. Clifton. Bye. I like him. <laughs> I wrote more notes about Clifton than anything else. <laughs> well, good, because that's the stuff I really planned out. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't completely made up off the top of your head at all. Nope. Yeah, like 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 two years from now, we'll bring up Clifton and you'll yeah. be like, what? <laughs> we'll be like, yeah, you know, the, the guard who's really into beer and you know it's really made a name for himself how he's how, how's he doing <laughs> well if things go the way we usually go he'll tra- be dead traveling by the companion, time. then we uh, never see it never remember him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep or he'll be dead like kim was saying uh-huh yep yep as a lot of people around us end up that was the that was the chaos quartet not the magical miscreants mm. it's fair you guys haven't been together long enough for that to be a... True. We don't really have a record yet. <laughs> Not yet. Um, you make your way through the, the Brewer's Guild. It is like a, a large brewery. Um, you see you know, barrels everywhere. Um, 
casks, I guess, and uh, of course some of the large machines as well. Uh, large machines, some of the large, yeah, machines. Um, they take you, and you are, are brought in, in front of a very confident, dark um, uh, dwarf woman. And uh, this is Polta. And she says, Oh, I've heard of... I've heard of you. What can I do for you? <laughs> She's heard of me? Gerilyn is uh, mentioned. It is. Aww. Goodness, so big. Yeah. Nine months tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. Does not feel that long. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Yes. Anyway. You're the one with an invitation, Ryan. Yeah. Go, Ryan. Go. Yeah. Sorry. I um, so she said she's heard of me. Great. Um, makes things so much harder. Uh, <laughs> oh, of course you've heard of me. Um, I'm here about potentially sourcing some of your alcohol into some of my uh, business business interests. I'd oh, like to I, I'm sorry. I thought this was the group who was investigating the uh, the murder of Tom what Whittles, Tom Waddles. You can't be here for two things. Oh. I have some adventurers who are doing something else, but I'm here for my own business. Oh, well then, yeah. Um, we'd be happy to... What are you looking to do? Uh, fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, sorry, baby. Source, source alcohol into non-existent business ventures. Do you say it like that? <laughs> no, no, that's... I'm telling Alex what my uh, attention okay. is. Just so okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, we can uh, we can set up some arrangements for that. Are you more of uh, are you looking for quality, quantity? Only the highest quality. Okay. My uh, my clientele is rather highbrow. Okay, and and how many? Uh, what volume are we looking at? <laughs> uh, I really really like to put myself into it, don't I? Um, the quantity will vary depending on events that are being run. I'd like a sample to leave with, if possible. And also, I suppose while we're here, you can deal with my my entourage's business as well. And she kind of squints a little bit and then, like, nods her head, like she kind of gets what's going on. And uh, you know, she passed her insight check. Um, and <laughs> wait, she passed an insight check against seeing if I'm lying. I, I, look, I have to roll. Let's just say you gave her some extreme advantage with your de delivery there. <laughs> um, but it, oh, I don't have advantage. Oh, 18. 18 just comes 25. It's fine. Keep the 25 already. Uh, and it, it, the, advantage pair. Maybe it's not so much that she's inciting you. Um, but I got to roll deception for once. I don't get to roll. Okay, you want to roll deception? Yeah. Let's. Okay, let's see. Let's see. That, that that's fair. We're, we're we are playing the game. Let's do it. Would you roll? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay. So let's see if she can. I mean, you're going to be able to maybe beat her on this. I mean, I mean, I, I, I honestly, easy still. Easy still think my guy's an ass anyway. Yeah. But it's just she literally can't I'm beat to that. Get a sample of high end alcohol. Yeah. So she literally can't beat that. That's um, she, she's got a plus four. So there's no way. 
um, even if I rolled a crit, you beat her. So, um, so she kind of squints her eyes, like she's maybe a little suspicious, but says, "Okay, um, all right." So you want to talk about the old Tom Waddles? The rest of you, is that right? Yes, that's what the rest of of us are looking to do. Um, we were we heard that you um you knew Tom rather well. Uh, yeah, I knew Tom, and um, you know he he was a good man at heart. He really was, but um, you know he, he had his problems, and he was really sucked into that group that he was dealing with down there. And with that, you know, it's made some things kind of tough for the guild. Just in general, all the guilds. The guild council is... We're trying to move in a certain direction. And Tom, um, you know, wants it to go in a different direction. And it's hard not to think that maybe because he got involved with that little cult down there, that that's maybe why. So... Hmm. He was a good guy, you know, overall. He had a good heart, but he seemed to start... Uh, he got a little off off track, I guess. Hmm. Kind of going against the best interests of the guilds, you would say, yes? Yeah, I would definitely say that. Hmm. I see. Um, and I... I don't mean... Well, I do mean to pry, but I apologize for it. Um... Well, I also heard that you and Tom had somewhat of a, a tryst going on at one point. Um, anything you can say to illuminate me on that? Well, I mean, there's not really much to talk about. He was... What do you want to know? I mean, we, we had a little fun. He's a good-looking guy. He was available. Um... And, you know, I mean, he's got those big forger arms. I had brew. One thing leads to another occasionally. There's not really much. It wasn't... If you're asking if I was, like, in love with Tom, no. Um, if anything else, he annoyed me. But, yeah, we'd have fun occasionally. Can I incite that? Yeah. Okay, cool. 27? It seems on the up and up to you. She seems like truly she just kind of okay. had some fun and um, her demeanor really strikes you as her. She's married to the Brewers Guild. Like this seems to be her, what her passion is. So the way she was very dismissive about him seems like she was very dismissive about him. Hmm. I, I, I see. Um, and do you know of anyone who would have a vested interest in in Tom no longer being in the picture. Um Hold on one second. Um yeah, there was uh I mean there's a number of people that he made upset. Obviously, you know, like I was saying with the direction that he was trying to move the entire guild um the guild council it wasn't wasn't exactly necessarily in the best interest of the guild as far as a few of us were concerned. Um, and then who knows who we met down at the Rand House in the Downs. I mean, that was, 
you're going to meet some bad people in the Downs. I, I hate to say it. We want to help them out as much as we can. Um, and, you know, obviously that's one of the things that we had some contentions with, with, with Tom on is our ability to go down there and actually help help those people out. Um, so. so did he say he was helping them or was he just hanging out? He said he was helping them and hanging out at the same time I, I, is more what I think he was doing. He, he really got into their, their group. Um, yeah. So was he kind of telling you what they were into then at all? Or were you not that kind of a relationship? We weren't really that kind of relationship, and I, I really don't care what some weirdos happen to think. That's fair. Um, I guess I'll just do it in character in our head. In our heads, why would the relations with the Red Hand mess up what the guilds are doing? What are the guilds doing? Is that something we know about? The kills are trying to do business. That's all I know. Um, hmm. uh, Mole will say this out loud. Um, and and how? In what way have the the red hand been causing issues for you and your guild? So. It's not that they're trying to cause issues directly with us. The The main thing is that they are fairly supportive of the House of Lords in their restriction of who we can distribute our money to. So, you know, as part of the guilds, we would like to actually go out there. And, and I know that uh, Adele over there on the Builders Guild and I have really put together a little coalition of us who are trying to actually help the the people in the Downs get out of this like poverty. We're trying to invest in that community a little bit. And that way we can have some people who are good workers for us. You know, they can come into the guild, maybe get educated a little bit. It would be great, but the House of Lords doesn't want that. And for some reason, this Red Hand group is siding with the House of Lords on that. I see. That is odd. Hmm. In, in our heads, I'll say, especially because isn't this Morla? Isn't she down in the Downs? Yeah, that's that's where they're based, is in the Downs. Specifically in the place that Tom was hanging. Yes. Yeah. One of the worst parts of town. Um, out, I don't know. out loud, I'll say, we have not seen the Red Hand here. Are they well-equipped? Are they well-off? You guys would have no, no knowledge of this. No, I'm asking. Oh, oh, you're uh, asking Polta? Polta, yeah. Yeah. She says, well, they're getting stronger. They're, they're getting stronger, especially in the Downs. Um, they've got a really strong foothold down there. Um, more so than they were before. It was they were just kind of a, a weird little group of people. Um, it didn't help that the church did come down on them, you know, about a year ago, and then it built some sympathy for them in that area because they, you know, they've been doing some good stuff as far as like feeding people and, and things like that. Um, it's just not consistent, and of course, you know, there is sort of the implied obligation to their meeting house or their their group by 
know, taking the food and, and uh, it's so yeah they've got some they've got some foothold there in the downs but you know if we um they could be wiped out fairly quickly if the church wanted to come down to do it too it's not like they've got a, a physical stronghold if that's what you're asking Hmm. So again, in our heads, let's say. So why does the church not wipe them out? Or at the very least, remove them. I feel like just as there is division within this guild on the use of the red hands, I feel there may be division within the church. I do not think they would make it this far without at least one of the sects backing them. Hmm. That is something we should investigate further. So, Volta, um, what's your favorite beer? That's currently in season. Oh, I'm very... I, I'm, I'm fairly basic with that. I, I like a... Uh, we've got a raspberry lemon blend that goes with our wheat ale. That sounds delightful. It's toward the tail end. We don't have much less left. If you if you would all like a complimentary cask, I can send you one. Send one on the way with you. That would be oh. glorious. Do not twist my arm. That does sound marvelous, yes. You've been ever so helpful. Thank you. No problem. Um, you know, let me know if there's anything else we can do. Like I said, it's uh, you know, Tom and I had some of our some problems, but and you know, this is this is crazy. This isn't this is not good for business. This is not good for the guild. And um, yeah, so please let me know what I can do to help. Yes, yes. Thank you. And if there's anything I can say about the Forger's Guild is that they they will reforge, they will rebuild. Um, all things can be rebuilt. Absolutely, so, I'm, I'm just worried about the profit that's lost during the rebuilding phase. That can be rebuilt as well. She was, or he was... Like the head of the guild? No. Because it says, I, I wrote down he's a master forger. He's a master forger, but he's not the head of the guild. Okay. Yeah, okay. He, he's important at the forger's guild, but right. not the dude. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Well, thank you, Polta. I think we've got what we need here. Unless Cal has, or, uh, mm, William, do you have any questions? <laughs> no, no. Okay. All right. Where are you guys headed we'll to? We'll be on our way. Um, out of the building, I guess. Yes. And um, I think we yeah. need to go to the downs. You think so? Yeah. The downs seems interesting. Um, I don't know if I want to go to the Rand House personally. Like, I don't think Mole should probably be involved in that. <laughs> but it might be the th the other three of us go yeah yes i do think it's uh another three of you guys and, and mole is on standby for it um i think that's probably wise 
So you make your way Unless down. I try and go incognito. Cal. In our heads. Cal, can you not make him look not like a priest? Um, yeah. I got, I got some tricks. Um, I mean, the main one's polymorph. The easiest one. I can make us all look different. I do not care who sees me. And, quite frankly, going down to the downs, it's somewhere I would be. I mean, it is more willing. To be polymorphed? Is he willing of any spell? I've got a number of spells I could choose. Um, maybe not in the middle of the street, though. Yeah, yeah, not in the middle of the street, remember. Um, but... I think it depends on what's actually happening to Mole. Um, I don't think he's he's not innately just willing for you to do anything you want to him. <laughs> uh, he trusts you to a degree. <laughs> do anything that awful. So while um, you guys make your way down to the downs. And Osborne's not sure what he's going to turn cow or mole into. You guys get the sights and smells of this this uh, this city or this part of the city coming up to you. You see the buildings are a little more decrepit as you make your way down, and uh, there are people more in the streets. It's definitely dirtier, and that's where we'll call the episode. Thank you all for listening to Beholder's Eye, Volume 2, Episode 7, CSI Crux, Squash Spice. We hope you all are enjoying the CSI Crux storyline and the first meeting of Clifton, who I'm sure will be a reoccurring character. Follow us on Mastodon at Beholder's Eye at Mastodon.party. You can follow Kim, who plays Rosie, at MetsGirl at Dice.camp. Sam who plays Mole at Samflot007 at Mastodon.party. Ryan who plays Cal Osborne Wicker at DuffDuffTheThird on Twitter. Ben who plays Garen at Miro4D2 also on Twitter. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing by Alexander Floyd. Music from Filmmusic.io Hardboiled, Spyglass, Basewalk, Curse of the Scarab, and Our Story Begins All by Kevin McLeod. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 Licenses. CreativeCommons.com slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0.